Welcome back to the Now Appalachia. I'm Jeremy, and hopefully you guys are doing good wherever you're listening from. So, 2022 is in the bag, pretty much. It's uh, it's around 3.45 in the morning on December 30th. Uh, you've made it this far. Uh, you've made it through another year, so very proud of you. Uh, I know some days it's hard to get up. Some days it's hard to get yourself moving and motivated and some days you just, you just don't. Um, but you know, getting up and, and get shit done because you have to, and, um, you know, just, just keep on, um, you know, burn, burrowing through. It, it's important to keep doing that and to keep looking and finding reasons to continue There's, there's been a lot of instances where over the years I've lost a lot of friends, you know, through death of some sort, some through suicide. Um, and then of course I've, I've lost, well, I've, I've lost myself uh, along that too, uh, to some degree and almost, uh, a few other times. Um, think the only real successful time uh, or the closest uh, in regards to my own hand was uh, whenever I purposely overdosed so it's difficult Um, you just got to keep fucking going and uh, again I'm proud of everybody for making it through another year Um, I hate to think that there were people who didn't but obviously uh, you know, quite a few of us know somebody who didn't, and um, I, I just, I mean, what do you really say about it? <clears throat> Find something you can latch on to and just keep, keep fighting for it, even whenever everything seems lost. That's what it tends to get me through, is, um, you know, really having to, to find what what I can to really latch on to and find meaning in. I think a lot of the time, a lot of folks don't really understand what it is whenever you start getting in that headspace. Sometimes it's like you're watching a movie. It's not even like you have control of yourself. So any sort of logic or any sort of reason kind of goes out the window and you can't really latch on to it long enough to to really get yourself in a different mindset. A lot of folks think that it's just you're being sad. Now you, you know, you do this, you know, but the truth is for a lot of people uh, that I've talked to and for myself personally uh, in the past, it's always been whenever I feel like a fucking caged animal. And people say, well, what do you mean by a caged animal? It's whenever you feel like you're suffocating and your fight or flight kicks in and you'll chew your fucking arm off to get out of the trap. You know, you'll, you'll do anything to get out of the cage. And I think, um, you know, I think a lot of the time, whenever, whenever we talk about this sort of stuff and you hear a lot of, well, this person's selfish and all this stuff, sometimes people don't have control of what they're thinking. And I don't know that you can really make somebody understand that. I can get where they're coming from, though. You know, having people who have committed suicide, obviously, if you've listened to the show long enough, you know that, you know, I lost a friend before you know, while I've been recording the show and we've talked about it in the past. Never faulted him for, you know, um, killing himself. I've understood it a little bit. You know, I don't understand necessarily fully what he's going through, but I understand that sometimes you, you get stuck in such a, a bad place that 
you know, there's no lot that seems to get through, and sometimes you don't really have control of that. People think that you can just pull yourself out of it like it's no problem. It's a, it's a fucking fight. I mean, it is a, a fight to, to not hit rock bottom to where you get to that point where you lose all sense of reason or lose all sense of logic, and you're, you're trying your best just to make it through. Uh, of course, I'm not going to speak for every case because I don't think that, you know, every case is, you know, I, I don't want to put a blanket over that and say, well, this is this is all cases here. Obviously, you know, people have their reasons for different stuff, but I think for a lot of folks, uh, you know, especially for people who I've talked to who have gone through it and came out the other side, it's, uh, it's very much a, a struggle not to get into a certain spot because once you get to a certain place, it's, uh, you know, no return. So, usually something external has to kick you out of that, that spot. And that's usually how you, you, you know, get through those, those spots. I like how my belly's, <laughs> my belly's grumbling right now. I haven't ate since this morning at some point, or, or yesterday morning, rather. So I'm, I'm all over the place. <laughs> so my stomach's growling real bad. It's a serious conversation, and, and then the, uh, the, the hunger takes over. But, I mean, this is, this is kind of how it is, um, you know, from what I've, I've spoken to other people and what I felt myself. So, um, again, I'm proud of you guys for making it through another year. Thank you guys for uh, spending time with me. I know I've, I've lost my mind. We've talked about that. I've lost it quite a bit this year and um you know it's it's a learning experience and i think it's one taking into the next year the things i've learned um really trying to be more patient and trying to um not get as frustrated with my current state of things and just kind of go with the flow of things i think um you know, I'm, I'm iffy on the idea of going with the flow, you know, because a lot of people just see it as like wherever the wind takes me. That's that's where I go. And the fact is, you know, you'll get blown off course that way easy. You know, um, you're just kind of given given into whatever, whatever happens, happens, which we also talked about. But, um, you know. For me, going with the flow has kind of put me in a in a bad situation over the course of I don't know how many years, and we've talked about that as well. You know, now you know looking at you know the, the next year coming and what this means. I've been struggling with a lot of things, and you know, uh, just trying to figure out my place. You know, figure out what it is I want. And really just trying to get to a point where I can um, go on with, um, you know, really finding out more about myself so I can figure out these things. Because a lot of my interests, a lot of my likes uh, have come out of necessity as far as uh, hobbies. So things like drawing is just something that I've, I've done to make money over time. It's something that I've I've done to... Um, I, I don't do it so much, you know, in way of enjoyment like I used to whenever I was younger. <clears throat> I started doing it out of necessity, you know, make a little extra money. Um, you know, doing things with my hands, you know, fixing things. I used to think that was my hobby, the things that I like to do. The fact is, I like to learn, but... Um, you know, again, it's something that just came out of necessity. It's not so much a hobby. It's just something that I, I have enjoyed, you know, but what am I going around and fixing constantly? You know, if you're a homeowner, yeah, you're going around fixing everything. So I do go around and, you know, fix things here and there and stuff and try to get, um, stuff repaired or things, uh, redone. But I mean, it's not a... It's not a hobby that on my off time, I want to be like, okay, yeah, this is what I want to do. I used to like to travel a lot uh, through the state. I like to go back up in the woods. I like to take pictures. That's stuff that I like to do. And all that stuff, you know, kind of fell by the wayside. 
because I was having to stay home a lot. Um, so now my, my big goal is to find things that I enjoy doing since I'm not a full-time caregiver anymore. I'm a part-time caregiver. I feel like, you know, it's time to, you know, it's like working out. I used to say like working out, you know, I don't want to look good. I want to, I want to be functional and I don't really care about like what the aesthetics of it. Well, now that, you know, I'm, I'm not having to, to pack and carry somebody. Like I'm not worried as much about, um, you know, I still do. There's easier ways of doing it that I've learned. So whenever I do take care of mom, it's, uh, it's more of a, it, there's a, a certain way that I'm not killing myself whenever I'm doing it. And, um, I wish I would have learned years ago, but I didn't because they just kind of put it, <laughs> the whole situation in my lap. I was like, here, do this. I was like, okay, well now, now I know what I'm doing. It's, it's a lot easier, but, um, now I'd like to focus more on, you know, looking the way I want to look. So now that's changed. Having these goals and stuff going into this next year, I think it's important for everybody to sit down and, and work on what they want to do because everybody makes resolutions, but nobody really seems to keep them on a, on a normal basis. You see a lot of people who buy a lot of workout equipment and then by the end of January or, or maybe even, you know, March, they'll do it for a little bit and then they'll just give up. So... You know, people make plans to do stuff and then they just, you know, there's a lot of making these resolutions, but then they never follow through. And I'm guilty of that when I was younger, especially that was something that, you know, I would do, I would, I'd find something or, or pick something that I wanted to change about myself or something that I wanted to progress about myself. And then I wouldn't do it. This would be the time for you guys to do it, stick with it. And, um, you know, I think, you know, <laughs> If you fall off the wagon with it, I think it's important just to get back on and do it again. Um, so for me, you know, restarting Banshee Hollow, uh, really getting back into trying to get people clothes and, and things that they need locally, uh, working on myself and, and the group and just, you know, really trying to come into my own, um, because I finally have enough time to do that. Maybe get out and start meeting people, uh, which, which is something I haven't done in years because of the fact that I've had to stay here at home uh, 24-7. And it's gotten into my head that that's, you know, what I should do. And so things like making plans or meeting people, uh, that stuff don't happen um, unless they... They come here and a lot of the time I am focused on being local. I, I don't like to, to wander off too much, but from time to time, I like to, I'd like to, you know, at least be able to get the fuck out for a day or two and stay gone for a bit. So, you know, I think at 37 years old, it's time for me to figure out what the fuck I actually want to do with the next 30 seven years of my life and I would say that you're never too old for this shit and that you need to start getting on to it now um, I had a dream the other night that um, I was grappling and I've always you know liked to wrestle around a little bit and even whenever uh, my buddy in high school <clears throat> was a wrestler um, you know he used to he used to show me a few things and um I mean, we'd beat the shit out of each other, but you know, I would like to formally get into grappling and things like that. Um, you know, so take up some sort of, um, you, you know, some actual training. So get in on this shit. I mean, it's, if you fall off the wagon, just get back on it. You know, I've been trying shit for over a year consistently and I've, you know, ran into hiccup after hiccup with it and I just I'm too fucking stupid at this point to <laughs> stupid or stubborn to quit you know 
Um, you know, I may, I may lay off him for a little bit and then I pick it right back up. Um, it depends on what's going on with my health and how bad off I am. Uh, which these days, uh, after that whole dehydration shit, I think, I think I'm pretty all right. So, uh, just kind of get back into the, the, you know, the whole way of doing shit. So definitely, I mean, make, make some sort of plan and stick to it. Um, start out with one thing and accomplish it and then, and then start working. I, you know, what helps me is I have sometimes like if I have trouble starting something, I'll have a long term or a long, uh, a more long lasting goal, something that I can do consistently over time. And then I have something that's, that's something that. I plan or I, I have an idea about doing and then a date that I do it. And then you get that accomplished, you know, build yourself up a little bit. And then you got that one thing that you're continuously doing. So then as soon as you accomplish that one thing, you start going on to the next thing. And then you start adding a second thing that you can, you can do or, or whatever and just continuously start building yourself up because a lot of people don't have enough confidence for this shit to, to stick with something. And they say, well, I would do it, but I, you know, just do it. And it's something that I've had to force myself to do. Um, it's not like every day I wake up, I want to, you know, be out here doing something, but I, <laughs> time's flying by, you know, if I don't do it now, then when the fuck am I going to be doing it? So, it's a matter of getting my shit straight and getting on it. So hopefully you guys will be be doing something, find something that you want to do this year and, and fucking do it. Um, yeah. So it's enough talking about the new year. I was, um, like I said in a video about... And I, well, I've seen a couple of videos on it. I got sent a video originally about it, and then I saw a video kind of going more into detail about um, the airport in Charleston um, needing to be extended. And I want to talk about this because I, I think I think this is fucking ridiculous, but it kind of brings up a good a good conversation about, you know, tourism, uh, when is it good, and, you know, when do we just need to avoid some of the shit we're doing it for, you know, in the name of tourism. Um, so tourism is obviously, it's good for the economy, right? And I would wager to say that I don't have too much against the average tourist. The average tourist, um... I, I really don't have a problem with. There are certain people from out of the area that I do have a fucking problem with, and I am firmly uh, standing my ground on the fact that you should just fucking leave. Like, don't come around, right? And people take that a couple different ways. Some people, you know, agree with it, and then some people obviously see that as offensive. You know, me telling people, stay the fuck home, right? But some people are really fucking rude whenever they travel, and it doesn't matter where they travel. They'll, uh, they disrespect wherever the fuck they go. Uh, there's a lot of fucking entitlement and all that shit. And so, just stay the fuck home if you want to act like that. Um, a lot of people act like fucking children. These are grown damn adults. So... Because of, what was that, Mountaineer Media, I think, was the people that, that posted something. Somebody had said, uh, I don't want them here anyways. And they said, no, I don't think that's really what you want. No, there's a lot of us <laughs> that don't want, don't want people's bullshit here, you know. Keep that shit wherever the fuck they belong, you know, but don't come here with it. Um... But that shit's frustrating. It's it's frustrating, right? But I mean, if I'm honest though, the average tourist isn't isn't really bad. Um, 
so so taken from that perspective like i don't obviously have a problem with tourism tourism is good for the growth of the state and i think that it's obviously you know needed um in way of you know bringing in more dollars however whenever they wanted to expand the the strip at the, at the airport um the problem was they need space for that so the park next to it has a waterfall so guess what may be getting uh you know a damn airstrip put over top of it a fucking waterfall you're going to fill in a fucking waterfall that's fucking stupid to me that that cost is too high for you know just for a little bit of, of fucking tourism because that's what they're they're saying it's really about they're saying you know it's it's difficult and i don't know because i don't fly out of here and i don't i don't fly anywhere um you know, they say it's difficult and everything and that, um, you know, landing's fucking horrific and, and all this shit, but you should have fucking thought of that before. I mean, the thing's been around, you know, for God knows how long. You should have fucking thought of that before. So now you're going to do this and you want to fill in a fucking waterfall. <clears throat> At what point is tourism and that sort of thing, or under the guise of tourism. At what point is that uh, an issue to the surrounding area? You know, it's bad enough that you have coal companies who are willing to blow up the fucking mountains, right? So we're the mountain state, you know. Now, given a lot of people will, will shit-talk our mountains. You know, you hear people from fucking Nebraska all the time talk about it. Um that our mountains are small and really just hills and all that. Um, of course they don't understand the, the idea that, you know, these mountains are fucking significantly older. Um, like these are ancient ass mountains. It's not like we're talking about, you know, uh, the Rockies and shit. There's nothing to that, you know, nothing against that whatsoever. The shit's beautiful. But whenever, you know, we're talking about, you know, those mountains and, and our mountains, it's apples and oranges. You know, you can't really compare them. Um, it's two separate things. So, but, you know, they blow up the fucking mountains. Well, you know, for energy and shit, energy reasons. And it's like, okay, so, you know, they're killing out communities. Okay, well, so, but we need tourism. Fuck the locals. We need tourism. Fuck the local landscape. Fuck, you know, our natural resources. We need tourism. And I think that's that's an issue. People are like, well, they agree with it. Well, they don't agree with it. Or whatever the fucking case is. Like, nobody's really talking about the, the situations we're getting ourselves into on a... Uh, a level of really killing out really what we are. And, you know, I know a lot of people like to pick politics right now and shit like that. And, uh, of course, you've got people like who are who are supporting, you know, Jim Justice and, and fucking Joe Manchin and all them. But these are people who's, who have stake in these companies. You know, their families uh, are making money off of these companies, you know, coal barons and shit, Right. So, of course, you're going to see a lot of this, you know, um, shift for resources and, and all this. They've been taking, they've been taking advantage of, of this state for a while. And, you know, it's like Jim Justice has all these uh, things he's supposed to be paying and he's not doing it and he won't do it. And he gets out of it and that's just it. Uh, he just, he just gets out of it. There's, there's nothing else to it. Um, I mean, there's no big, you know, there's no big story to it. Everybody knows why he gets out of it and that that's it. But, you know, so of course there's going to be those, you know, 
if money's involved and money's to be made, they don't give a shit at what expense. So you take down some mountains. So you, uh, you know, destroy, uh, you know, save a little bit of money, uh, you know, with these big slurry ponds and shit like that. Save a little bit of money, you know, Buffalo fucking Creek. Um, you know, poisoning people's fucking water. Uh, whole communities wiped out with cancer. Um, or drowning. Homes completely fucking upheaval. Uh, upheaving and fucking, you know, drag down, down the holler. So it doesn't really surprise me whenever they're talking about, well, we need to put in a landing strip, uh, or an extension to the landing strip. Um, I don't know. I think, I think if more people would actually talk about this shit instead of just echoing because you have a very politicized um, notion. A lot of these people have this politicized notion of, of something that's so basic that the politics, it really isn't an issue, you know, it comes down to, well, we're fucking ourselves over here or we get this extension, this, <laughs> to this, uh, you know, airstrip, that they should have thought of before. So that's kind of where we're at right now. You know, but it's going to get politicized, you know. And, I mean, I, and that's everything these days. And everything gets politicized. Everything gets dragged through that whole process. And it stops people from really taking into account what, what's really happening. Um, I don't know. Like I'm still, I'm still iffy about the whole, uh, shit in Logan with the, um, the convention center or whatever they put in there. Now I haven't been back since mind you, but they took out, uh, quite a bit to put that road up there. But I mean, I don't really, I also don't have the numbers on that, so I can't speak on it too much. But I was, I was raising my eyebrow with it whenever they first started putting it in. Um, it could be doing well, I guess. But the problem is there's, unless you're doing stuff outdoors, there's not too much Logan's going to be able to offer. Um, and this kind of goes into the wider range of, of stuff I've talked about before where, uh, you know, I've talked about... Uh, you know, the reason I think a lot of these small communities are failing, which is there's no real infrastructure. There's no real um, care for what's going on in these communities. You've got to drive an hour out to a fucking hospital, you know. Um, you know, it, it's, like the, it's like the conversation I had about McDowell County back in October. Um, I don't even know if I put that in a show. I probably did, but, uh, I had a conversation with somebody that, you know, was talking to me about, uh, they were, they had put in this building, uh, really nice building, put a Starbucks in the basement or not in the basement, but the, the ground floor and had all these places for people to stay. So they were going to try to get teachers to come in to the area and, and settle in. And, you know, hopefully work for the schools and, and, you know, help out with the education system. And the problem is they couldn't get people to come move there. And a lot of that issue is, um, there's no real incentives. And so then the conversation came up about, you know, girls getting pregnant at young ages and becoming teenage mothers and all this stuff. And why there's a lot of girls that do that. And there was it got brought up that the culture needed to change because, you know, Appalachian culture promotes, you know, for women, especially they teach you how to be nurturing or teach you to be nurturing from a young age. And I don't necessarily agree that that's the problem. Um, that was the, the problem that was presented to me or the explanation for it. But my explanation 
or my rebuttal to the whole thing was <clears throat> we're not teaching these kids that there's anything outside of these mountains. If you've got a 10-mile holler with maybe a little store there, right? You've got one place to work, possibly, if you can get a job there. That's if they'll take you on. That's one person out of that holler, right? If you've got a 10-mile holler, you're going to have to trek your ass out every single day to try to find a job. A lot of people don't have the money to get a car. Or they're driving around old cars that are unreliable. Essentially, they have no reliable transportation or they, you know, they have no transportation at all. So to get a car, you need money. To get insurance for that car, you need money. To get it registered, you need money. State road don't do shit half the time. Unless you live in a fucking city or, or you know, somewhere um, where major traffic comes through, you're shit out of luck. So all this money that Jim Justice had talked about putting in on roads and all this shit, it don't get seen. What it does is it goes into fucking people's pockets. So, these roads and shit are horrible, but then they expect you to get, uh, you know, an inspection sticker every single year, despite the fact that you're fucking killing your, your vehicle, just trying to get it back and forth down the road, right? So, then that's, that's potential, you know, tires, you know, basic maintenance and stuff like that, um, you know, brakes, um, I fucked up. Uh, quite a bit of my vehicle because I was going down uh, down the holler here and I just crossed over uh, I was coming back from uncles and I just crossed over the highway and got on this side of the holler and was coming out and got maybe about a minute and a half away from home and turned a curve and there's a pothole this pothole was essentially the fucking road being ripped somehow right across. Right across. And it was an old fucking, it was an old issue that never got fixed. Nobody ever fixed it. And buses have to go through there all the time. And I turned that corner and as soon as I seen it, I went to slow down. I was, I was going under the speed limit anyways. And I went slow down and fucking... I didn't think it was going to be that deep and there was no way for me to avoid it. It went across the road and busted. I mean, it knocked the fucking battery out of its container. I'm surprised it didn't fuck up my tires and my alignment and everything else, which it probably did. And I was still riding on it, but, um, as far as my alignment goes, but I'm surprised it didn't fuck my tires up. Um, but, I mean, it was so bad, it hit so hard that my fucking battery came completely out. So, I mean, it's, they don't take care of the fucking roads. If, uh, you know, it's like with that flood that happened uh, years ago, like 2015, 2016, that affected the Charleston area. There's still people on the outskirts of that still dealing with, you know, having to try to get some form of, uh, or, or not getting any sort of help. And of course they, it was publicized. They took care of the, you know, Charleston, they cleaned it up and all this shit, right? Of course they did. It's the fucking city and it's the capital city of, of course. So they're going to take care of it. But as far as the average person, they don't give a shit about. So in these hollers in the coal fields, like I said, you know, you have a hard enough time getting out of the holler, right? So finding the job is hard. The, to get a car, it costs some fucking much just to, for upkeep and stuff. Uh, and then you got to do the registration and you got to do the inspection sticker. Um, and I, I've always been, uh, all for getting, uh, rid of the inspection sticker shit. I've been, I've been for that for a while now, but <sighs> Let's say that you you get the vehicle and, and you get all this shit. Um, then you have to go out, try to find a job. A lot of the time people are hiring friends and family. So then it's harder for you to get a vehicle unless, or a job. Um, even if you don't have a vehicle um, and you're working to get a vehicle, you got to find a job 
to to get that money, you know, or if you have a vehicle to get that money to upkeep and then also, you know, live on, uh, pay for food and, and whatever else you need. And then that's if you can get a job in the area. If you can't, it's like with nursing. If the hospitals are an hour away and the clinics are all filled up so they're, they're fully staffed, then you're looking at, and some of these clinics, they'll just close early and, and at random ass times and, and all sorts of shit. But if you're actually trying to be like a, an RN and, and working on a hospital, then you're looking at having to go through four years of college, which you could get financial aid for. You go through, you know, your four years of college or whatever, and then you, you know, you'll be working quite a ways from home. So now you got to drive an hour to work, right? So that's an issue. Um, so if, if you get enough money and you move out because you've saved up the money, then what you're looking at is a place that, that has one less person there, right? So then less people there, you'd think, well, you know, that's a spot that's open. But again, it's, you just got more people leaving. You get more barren, uh, fucking these little towns, like these, these shops have been around forever. These family owned stores, they can't afford to stay open because there's no real local business. Nobody's really coming in. And the few people that do, um, aren't, you know, they're not actually, uh, able to buy much at least and they can't make their sales to where they can stay open. Um, you know, and then on top of that, if you try to work from home or anything, the fucking internet's so goddamn spotty that it's like us. If we hit a certain temperature, uh, our internet goes out completely. So, and, and this was suddenly that just got bought out by optimum. So now our internet's optimum and they're, they're absolute fucking garbage. Um, you know, and of course, you know, a lot of people's got Frontier, and Frontier is fucking god-awful, too. So, there's, there's too many wrong things here that's working against people. So, whenever you say, well, the problem is, you know, it's the culture because people were taught how to nurture at a young age. So, then that's what they feel that they have to do. I say you're full of shit. Um, I honestly believe that it comes down to opportunity. If you're bringing in a uh, little, uh, what do you call those, where they have uh, clinics, like these little clinics they have, or whatever they call them, where it's like, we'll show you what all job openings and stuff we have, or what opportunities you have. The problem is, with, with coming in on a weekend and being like, look at all these things you can do with your life. Is this shit still not available to these people? They have to get money. They have to get out of the holler. They have to get transportation. They have to get reliable internet. You're talking about things that it's almost like dangling a carrot in front of a donkey. You know, it, it it's all it's doing is tempting them and they're they're like, they're seeing it but they have no way to get it, right? You're not giving them a hand up in anything. So what it's going to do is it's going to breed a lot of people who are just going to get by, you know, whether that be odd jobs for the rest of their life or, you know, they find something they're good at like mechanic or whatever. They don't have a, you know, they don't get formally trained for, but they're good at it and they'll, they'll do that shit their whole life. Um, you know, Pat Paul used to work uh, under the table on heating and cooling. He did that for, I don't know how many decades, up until he died. So, I mean, you have people that are, that do that. Um, some people just, they're, they're struggling really bad. They have, they, they have no hope, no, you know, for any sort of future. You know, they can't get health care they need. They can't get, uh, the, a job. They can't get a vehicle to go to a job. They can't, uh, and people say, well, just, you know, pick yourself up by your bootstraps, which is, 
a completely, uh, it's, it's a misunderstood saying. It means exactly opposite of what people use it for. But when people say that shit, it's like, well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that's working against you, you know? And so now you got to figure out how the fuck am I going to get out of here? And some people do that by drugs and, and illegal activity. And then they want to talk about, well, you know, why is the, <laughs> why are these areas, why do these areas have crime? Well, this is why. Because there's no hope, there's no other way to get shit, so you'll get shit however you want to get shit. You got guys that'll fucking, that are, that are practically nomadic, that will make a bunch of money and then they'll fucking head out and they'll start going to the cities. But because that's what they know, their asses are out here continuously doing the same shit, which they shouldn't. But they're out here doing the same shit they were, they was doing even after they got out. Because that's what they know. It's easy money. And they don't want to go back. And if you want to know how I know that, it's what I fucking grew up around. And what happens? They go to fucking jail because they get caught doing the same shit that they were doing before. And then they end up coming back to the holler. So, when somebody tells me shit like, well, it's just, you know, it's just the culture. No, it's not the fucking culture. It's, it's the people have no hope and there's no, there's no future for them. You're dangling carrots in front of them. And... All they, you know, if you give them the opportunity and say, well, there's a school locally you can go to, you know, and here's how, you know, we can get you in or, you know, here's a, you know, here's a, here's a trade you can do or want to train you in it or, you know, here's, here's how we're going, how, here's how we can get more jobs in this area. Here's how we can do this. It's why you have so many coal miners in a dying industry, in, in, a, in an area where it's dying. You know, it may not be dying elsewhere, but it's dying in southern West Virginia. No matter what the fuck they tell you, it's it's because they're they're made to tell you that it's not. But the fact is, we've dug out all the fucking all the good quality coal. That's why so many companies have shut down. It's like I said before, whenever. Whenever a dumb fuck Trump said, yeah, we're going to bring coal back and bring back those beautiful coal jobs. That didn't happen. Why didn't it happen? <laughs> because they, they're, they're not. He had no intention of it anyways, but even, even if he did, they're not coming back. So that's just an empty ass promise. And a lot of people got on, on support for that. And what happens that, that year? I mean, almost... <laughs> It was probably about every month you would start to see these, these companies, you know, filing for bankruptcy because I was keeping up with what was going on with the black lung benefits. Of course they, you know, file for bankruptcy. We've talked about it before, you know, then, then benefits and shit's up in the air. Uh, so, <laughs> so you have all this bullshit that happens, right? And it's a dying fucking industry in this area. So whenever, you know, We've got all these miners and stuff. You know, the, the reason a lot of them still believe that everything's going good is because they're told that. And they believe it because guess what? It's the only thing that gives them hope. Right? Because if that fails, what the fuck are they going to do? And so that's the problem we've got. Um, so whenever they say shit like, you know, well... This is for tourism. This is for, you know, they and they had that thing uh, last year, the year before last, where they were offering so much money for outsiders to come in in the northern part of the state. And, um, you know, you got internet and free, like, uh, activity stuff that you could do. Uh, and they took better care of them trying to entice people to come in uh, than, than what they do the locals. You know what I mean? And all that's doing is trying to, you're trying to bring people in and you're avoiding compensating or taking care of the issues that are surrounding the, the people who have to fucking live here, who have to, you know, that are trying to fucking make ends meet, that are trying to, you know, 
go somewhere else or whatever the case is, essentially you're, you're, you've got your foot on their neck. So do I think they really give a shit about tourism? No. No, I think things like grants and, and all this shit, I think a lot of that stuff, uh, I think whenever it comes to um, it's like, I don't want to get into that, but there was some shit that happened with Logan, or not Logan, but Huntington, a while back, a couple years ago, where they were like, yeah, Logan, or Huntington, I keep saying Logan, but uh, Huntington, you know, gets the it's the best city award or whatever, and they they were awarded so much money. There was a lot of people, including the locals, who were like, yeah, that's bullshit. That is bullshit. They got that because it was to try to fucking make Huntington look good, you know. It's all show, you know. Do I think they really give shit about tourism? No, no, I think... I think they're trying to min-max everything, you know. They they want to make things look good while at the same time, you know, keeping shit the same because they're making money, and that's that's how that's how politics and and bureaucracies work, isn't it? You know, keep power for yourself and make sure that everybody else uh, doesn't get it. I mean, that's how it works. So. I don't know this whole this whole situation with waterfalls and, and things like that. Uh, it's like anything else. It's just a bunch of shit, and the people are just buying into it. You know, they're buying into a conversation that they're not without anything actually being said. Then, if if something of value is being said, it gets dismissed instantly. So. I mean, how are you supposed to do that? And uh, you know, how do you how do you go about those conversations? And for me, you just don't. You don't. It's like I don't debate with people. I'm I'm not here to sit here and debate and argue with somebody about a point that I know for a fact that they're not really caring about. That it's not going to change their mind in any way, shape, or form. It's just going to be a long, drawn out conversation of back and forth, and and may get heated and. And patience may get lost, but no, I mean, there's just no point. You know, when somebody wants to debate you, it's one thing that kind of drew me away from heathenry, right? And especially right now, you wouldn't catch me dead. Um, you know, I know a lot of the people who are here for the Appalachian stuff don't, you know, don't know too much about heathenry. A lot of most people don't. Um, they're here for that. Some of you guys do. Some of you guys have been here for 30 years, 40 years. Um, as far as, you know, on the subject, um, but, um, you know, and a lot of guys, I've talked to a lot of guys that have talked about the same shit, uh, when it comes to Norse paganism and all that shit, it's so fucking convoluted and virtue signaling and, um, righteous and all this shit. Everybody wants to fucking debate. Uh, everybody wants to, um you know, have an argument, have a, um, some sort of back and forth about what they believe is to be right and, and what's morally correct and all this shit. And ultimately what it comes down to is a lot of, uh, mudslinging and it's a waste of time. It's a fucking waste of time. Well, my sources are more credible than your sources. And, um, you know, that's sort of nonsense. So... You know, I don't fuck around with this type of stuff. Uh, I, I don't, I don't try to argue points. I state my point and then I move on, um, and and that's that. So, so, um, because I've noticed whenever it comes to, especially my view of Appalachia, um, you know, the people that want to debate or talk about certain things are usually. They, they've got their mind made up, um, especially whenever it comes to the future of the region, or the future of my state, or, or whatever the case, or even county or town. It's uh, it's always this, you know, they've already got their mind made up. So 
I'm willing to hear them out, and if they're not willing to hear me out, then there's no, there's no real conversation. It's, it's just them talking uh, at me without actually talking to me and listening. So there, it's pointless. But, I mean, if, if you sit back and look at it, um, you can see really what's going on. So that's the only thing I'll say about that. If you, if you take a step back and you just look at it and say, yeah, that's, but a lot of people that have these, these issues, they believe so, so much to be true. They, they only have one way of, of seeing things because they've never seen anything other than that. So struggling and, or, or dealing with hardships and shit like that is completely different for them. Um, and it's that's why there's I think such a big disconnect because you got people who will just slam you and, and start shit talking uh, about stuff that they don't actually know about. Um, but so is 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 my view on this whole thing like correct? I don't know. I, I you know I've heard people tell me that that my view on the politics of this place and the structure of this place is uh, is wrong. Um, that I'm just not seeing it. That I'm just not listening. But no, I, I do listen. I do see it. But I'm looking at it from multiple angles. These people have only had one angle to look at it from. So to them, everything should work smoothly as long as we follow this this path and i'm saying it's not that fucking simple so anyways <laughs> hopefully you guys have a good new year um i'm gonna be working out and uh reading come midnight i wanna i, mean, I still got beowulf that i'm reading on right now and i won't be fucking lifting some weights and lifting lifting and listening to music pretty much and that should be a good start to the new year. Um, you guys stay warm out there. Uh, keep on your shit. Keep on your goals. And looking forward to hearing about what all you guys get into this year. I know some people like to send me, send me updates every once in a while and, and talk to me about what they're doing. And, you know, what they're reading and what they're where they're going and places they're seeing. And, um, uh, you know, that's been something that's been going on the last you know, three years now, <laughs> almost, almost three years. Uh, so I like hearing about that, that sort of thing. So just keep sending those in. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time.